Welcome to Fake Besties with Besties. I'm Tim. And I'm Mo. And we are real-life besties who have formed imaginary friendships with notable personalities, making them our very own Fake Fake Besties. Besties. On today's episode is one of my fake besties, Mr. Ken Burns. Snap! You might know him (laughs) from such amazing documentaries like Long long documentaries um, the roosevelt's baseball the war jazz frank lloyd wright brooklyn bridge i feel like the is in yeah it's just the brooklyn yeah, bridge it's fine the civil war and recently the vietnam uh, war yes they when you sit down to watch them that's your day that's your they're day. good they're educational they're informative. They're life changing. They're memorable. So take a couple the of months. Burns effect. Yeah, there. Take a couple months. Watch these films and uh, come back to us. Talk to us about it. But either way, I was trying to think of the best way to bridge Ken Burns and Spencer Pratt. I like what you did. <laughs> you see you what did I did that there? You did that on purpose. You yeah, dad. I, 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 dad it was, jokes it was pretty here. Pretty good. Bridge. Pretty good. Like the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, for people that know him, you know Ken Burns is a phenomenal filmmaker. Uh, some could say the most consistent filmmaker of our time. Maybe not some, but me. I'm saying that. The dude <laughs> has not me. made a bad film. I know Mo knows about this, but some yeah. people might not realize that Mo is quite versed in the world of documentaries. Yeah, well, first off, it, it, he is a documentary filmmaker, so yes. there's like that difference, so... Yeah. <laughs> but yes, you're right. Thanks for exposing me, yes. Carolina. I uh, do enjoy a documentary. I feel like a lot of people binge watch them on Netflix now where it was just like I grew up with them. Right. But yeah, in my real life, I have indeed worked with a legendary documentary filmmaker. But yeah. it was also like I sought it out because I grew up loving them. I grew up loving Ken Burns. Like I yeah. have a lot of like fond memories of eating pies on the couch yeah, with my dude. dad and watching these. You don't even realize how much of a part and of... And re-watching them too. Yeah. Like he's been such a part of your life. Like you may not even realize... I don't think I know life without Ken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was no life. In my real life. <laughs> Heck, even in my fake life. But look, here Jeez I am. <laughs> but I'm trying to branch us out, Mo. I'm looking Are for Are you? Yeah, well, I'm looking for a way to break it down for our younger listeners. Okay? The best way I can think of that is for to tell them that Ken Burns is the guy that made the movie your teacher shows to explain the Civil War. <laughs> That's basically how you probably know him. Unfortunately, me. Have at this point even like replaced textbooks. Yes. Maybe. Not, I hope not. Maybe it's a pairing. Ken Burns makes really dope reality TV shows about shit that like happened a long time ago. Oh, so ago. when you were saying bridge, you were talking about like the yeah, Spencer. Like, yeah, episode, I'm like the bridging. previous episode of My Fake Bessie Spencer. Feel free to go back and listen if you didn't. If yeah. you just tuned in for this. Yeah, Dude. but it's fine. I mean, like, basically, guys, he like made like really dope. Reality TV shows. Like, I, that's the best way to... I'm, I'm trying to get at you guys. Well, okay, I never think I have ever heard anyone call Ken Burns and dope. Dope. <laughs> like, those two in the I, same sentence. I just did. But I will... I shall accept it. Yeah, absolutely. As you should. Because I'm throwing I it out am. there. Ken Burns is dope. <laughs> He's dope, guys. <laughs> and if Tim you, approved dope. <laughs> He's dope. He's dope approved. And if you think about it, he is kind of the renegade of the film world. 
another thing you never thought you'd hear said is Ken Burns and Renegade. Honestly, he's a renegade for our modern world in general, and that's because he deals in facts. Um, <laughs> he studies periods in our histories, uses viewpoints of people who were actually there during these periods in our history, and lays it all out there for the viewer to see. He presents what happened. Think about it what you want, but that's what happened. Uh, you can't change history, but you can learn from it. Uh, and that being the case, Ken Burns might be one of the greatest teachers I've ever had in my life. And probably your life too. You just don't realize it. And we should take a moment to appreciate how great he is. And we do that through this episode. So how do I meet this guy? <laughs> okay, so how does a Tim meet a Ken Burns? It's a good question. Uh, but in NYC, where most of these things kind of happen, this magical place, I had a buddy who worked at an art house theater, uh, which was great because I could hang out with him and then also see whatever was playing, usually stuff that was above my head. Uh, and when I was broke, it was even better because I could see movies for free, which is always good. And I went to go see a fantastic Carol Reed film uh, called Odd Man Out. Yeah, I just showed my film nerd card by saying Carol Reed film. I think film. if anyone has been listening. <laughs> they know I'm a dork. Yeah. I think episode 41 in, yeah. we got <laughs> I, th- I think we're, we're there. I'm even more of a dork because the person that I noticed sitting in the crowd watching Carol Reed's Odd Man Out was Ken Burns. Now, not a lot of people know what Ken Burns looks like. Uh, and that's know. fine. Mo does. Um <laughs> Again, did that whisper come through? I do. I do. But even, but like I said, but like even before seeing him in this theater, I was a fan. I mean, that would be pretty awesome to know to make these films, right? To like make a baseball, a jazz, a civil war, a Brooklyn Bridge, a whole film about our national parks. Okay, <laughs> all of these great documentaries that just about everyone in there in, in their life at some point in your life you have seen a Ken Burns documentary. Okay. Whether but I, you realize it or not. Whether you realize it or not. And yet, at the same time, you have this anonymity, right? I mean, that's the coolest thing you can ever get. At best, this guy's getting recognized by very deep film nerds such as myself. And I'll be honest, we ain't the smoothest group by a long shot. It's, a, it's, it's an awkward bunch. Yeah, it's, it's a, little, a little slight. Okay, I would like to throw in a fun fact. Okay. Um, I of my real life, I spotted my legendary documentary filmmaker at a film festival as a youth, a younger me. Whoa. And pissed a little, walked by three (laughs) times. No joke. I very much remember like he sat and spoke to me for like 30 minutes. That would blow my mind. And that's why the little P is more memorable because (laughs) I was wearing black pants and um, I'm not a lady. I don't really cross my legs. Um, (laughs) So you just have like open leg Sitting across from I him. I remember being at, like, he might, it's whatever, but it was like a 30, basically 30 minutes later, I walked away with a job offer. I don't think there's a lot of film nerds that would see somebody and then approach them. You know, we're very in our heads. Uh, we're like, I, I, I can't. But I feel like stuff. documentary filmmakers are kind of approachable. True. Or maybe I'm just balls. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think you should take it more as like, you're just ballsy. I definitely feel like in my real life and fake life, I just don't care. You just don't care. If I really like you... Caution, meet, win. I will approach you. If I don't like you... You won't. Yeah. That's a good way to look at life. And if I've met you and I don't like you... 
I'll, probably, feel, I'll just probably walk away. You made me feel really terrible because I overthink everything. You do, you, but that's why we're a hilarious pair. You guys are still <laughs> listening to us, right? It's still going, right? That, that being go back, said, go back. but um, it makes it even more awesome, though. Like, like what you're talking about, but to me, like the fact that you can live in this anonymity and be this big of a star, think about it. That's more awesome. I don't know if he ever thinks about this. But if I was Ken Burns, I would think about how many people were wanting to talk to me, but didn't because they were too much of a fan. That's kind of the most baller thing you can ever be. He's like Bruce Wayne, but everybody also knows that he's Batman. Do you honestly think Civil War, Brooklyn Bridge, PBS King thinks that honestly? You think... Ken Burns is in a room thinking that way. I want to believe. I have to believe this. Okay. You know what I mean? If you have to, I don't know why. I need, this is the way we reach out to kids. Ken Burns is a baller, son. Okay? You do you. You do you. you. Either way, at this theater, there's a bar. And I'm like, (laughs) watching him, he like straddles up, chuckling to himself about all the people that want to ask him about jazz in the Civil War. And baseball, right? Even the bartender is fumbling his words. I feel like... Ken Burns is like, it's cool, man. Yes, I am Ken Burns. (laughs) Bourbon neat and don't stop until I tell you. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? This is all I but and I I love it. I can see you projecting this onto Ken Burns, like, in this moment. (laughs) Absolutely. Straggling up <laughs> onto the bar seat. Is he John Wayne? Uh, to he's me, you're John Wayne. He's my John Wayne. This is how nerdy I am. My John Wayne is Ken Burns. But I mean, for all I know, he ordered a Diet Coke. It's probably more likely. <laughs> <laughs> I sorry, Mo. I'm not good with the truth. I can't remember things or am willing to do the research to tell stories as they actually happen. I'm no Ken Burns. I mean. <laughs> Get back to your story Either with your way. friendship with Ken Burns now. <laughs> uh, so, like, at this point, we're, like, waiting. I'm waiting for my buddy to close up shop. And this this Ken Burns, <laughs> he's sticking around, okay? All right? He's no Anna Winter. No 10-minute rule for him. He's enjoying himself, all right? Gets to the point where he's, like, holding up my buddy closing. But what are you going to do? you going to tell Bert, Ken Burns to leave? Yes. No! <laughs> You do not, you do not tell Ken Burns to leave. But I feel like he got to a point where he started to notice the crowded thin to basically just like him at one end of the bar and like me and my buddy talking at the other. So he was very nice about it. He walked down, apologized, paid his tab. And as he's ready to leave, standing there feeling sorry for keeping my buddy at work, I decide, yeah. This is the time to start talking to him about what he thought of Carol Reed's Odd Man Out. It's like, this is, the, this is the point where it's like asking the girl at the concert that you've been staring at all night to dance in the middle of the last song of the second encore. For me, though, even getting what I got, I was like, cool. That was a halfway decent conversation that I'm never going to have in my life again with the Ken Burns. You know what I mean? Like, I was good with it. Can I ask you a, a question? Yeah. Did you pee a little? Oh, of course. <laughs> it might have been a... Falon pee. I don't Maybe know. Maybe that's what got him to leave. It's yeah. like there was He's like, like this slow, guy's pissing on himself. Like it's a slow trickle. <laughs> like the kid in Ransom. That's what Ken Burns witnessed with me and was just like, I think I should go. 
I think this is the point. This guy's pissing on himself. But flash forward to a couple months later, and my buddy's theater is showing Central Park Five. And I bugs bugged my buddy about it so much. I was like, bro, A, I have to see this movie. And B, I could low-key possibly find redemption for my first conversation with him that included me pissing on myself. Maybe so, wear some uh, Depends. It depends. I'll wear Depends this time. I could also study up on everything there is to know about the Central Park Five case. He presents in the film and have a long, meaningful conversation with him about it. Uh, I mean, what could possibly go wrong with, you know, studying up on that? It's such an uplifting thing to talk about. I know. Screw bridges or baseball. <laughs> Let's go right to rape and sodomy. Right. And like, what it's like to be a girl. Like, screw jazz. You know, like, don't talk about jazz. Let's just go right Leave into Leave that rape. to Ryan Gosling and La La Land. <laughs> exactly. I'm no Emma Stone. Um, but I have to say, I think my You're buddy... You're my Emma Stone. Oh, I'm your Ryan Gosling. You are the guys. I am much more Emma Stone. Um, I have to say, I think my buddy knew that I was going to be this nervous mess of a human being. Um, so, But he hooked me up anyway, right? And I go and I do get to talk to him. But luckily... We don't talk about the Central Park Five. We were more uh, talked about Carol Reed's Odd Man Out and like film in general. And what you realize is that he is not only like a documentary guy, but he's a film guy and he knows what? his stuff. Yeah, I know. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, Tim. Seriously? It's a, I know. I know. Right. They get that. The, you guys, you being within this documentary world as well, I, I consider you in that world. You guys get a lot of flack. Like you th you're almost like the distant cousin, right? Of like film, like yeah. you almost get forgotten about sometimes. He basically <laughs> created a form of I don't know, like documentary. Like his style he is fantastic. A, yeah, it's a genre, like a style of the style, right? Uh, our relationship is basically he is my source for everything and anything as far as getting a good idea of what the world was like at a certain point, right? Like even if he doesn't know or hasn't studied that much about it, he knows which direction to point me in. Like, he's usually asking me about plot points in my fake life for, for my movies. For your movie, yeah. And I just want to know what it's like to be in the Dust Bowl. I mean, it makes sense because a good documentary filmmaker has to come at everything, like, in their films, kind of like a, in a I guess, like a therapist. Right. Is that a good analogy? No, like, it is. Even if you don't agree, you have to come at it with, like, no bias. Right. So, like, him listening to you can kind of like be in a therapy, therapeutic but also way. artistic. So that right. makes complete sense that he's like that. It's art you therapy. Should. And he's an incredibly normal guy. Like he'd like a sit around the dinner table with his kids and grandkids type of guy. Like I've been at this table and it's like watching the smartest family in the world lob around interesting facts they learned all that day, right? They should just film it and call it the news. Well, you never had dinner with my family growing up. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a campfire. We had debates, facts, aggressive opinions, all with folky music playing in the background. <laughs> Just like a fiddle in the background while you guys it's argued. Satisfying. It's like that's literally like the music that was played. Oh, brother, where art thou? It's still to this day always played. Did in you the just house. have an uncle that's just like playing the fiddle in the corner and just nobody talked about like a, him? Actually, it's more like a mandolin. But yeah, not like you were joking and it just became true. <laughs> that's amazing. Thinking about Ken Burns got me thinking something, Mo. Oh, um, good. It's about how our world will be looked at in about 100 years from now. 
And it stands to reason <laughs> that CrossFit Solange Billingham III will one day study their ancestors and bring in letters from back in the day to tell everyone what people were like back in the aughts and then the aught teens. Is that what we're calling this? Aught teens? They bring in letters? Well. Who writes letters anymore? They don't write letters. So what would they bring in? Text messages. <laughs> Because all this stuff is saved on the cloud. This stuff is not going away. I don't know if people realize this. Your Facebook. This is what they're going to look back on. This is what, the, you know, the tablets that they're going to read, right? So think about that. Like, this is what they're going to look at us. So I thought it might be interesting to look at some of our texts. Oh, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this is how we need to think about, like, our great, 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 great. I don't know if it's that great, but, like, our great grandkids. This is what we're going to be known for. Maybe the last text conversation that we had. What you, do you think? Okay, I'll open it. Should Go I ahead. just... I By the way, like... most saves all our texts. I do not. Yeah, Tim is very weird. And I'd love you guys to write in to fakebessieswithbessies <laughs> at gmail.com. He deletes his texts like instantly. It's not a creepy thing. It's it an is. organizational thing. No, it sounds like you're hiding something. I know, but my wife's fine with it, but she understands. I have nothing to hide, people. Text messages are just like little guilt trips. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, 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 can't, I don't have time to look at these little guilt trips. I feel guilty enough that I don't talk to enough people. Anyway, going back to it, let's, let's just delve back into our history a text history, if you our will. Our text history recently, I don't know. Let's do it. So here we go. A text between me and Mo that will be read 100 years this from now. This is the most recent one, too. We this is not, the most recent one. Tim did not tell me we were doing this. What did you have? Dominoes. Dude. But, insert my husband's name here, has an iron stomach. Which, legit, Domino's has made me vomit more times than I care to admit and continue to order. So this is effing weird. God. Insert wife's name here. Used to get sick. I would have to eat that shit on the sly when we lived on Willow Street. Like I said, he never vomits. It has, it has to have some traces of drugs to keep people coming back. <laughs> Like a form of grease that is addictive. Eating it is a gamble. It's like a mini childbirth. You remember the good and push the bad memory, the bad out of your memory. <laughs> it's reverse childbirth. <laughs> I'm having diarrhea and texting you this. Dude, keep this for a great <laughs> bit on the show. What part? <laughs> reverse childbirth? Fuck, I'm murdering my toilet. <laughs> I don't know if that was needed. I, I think no, I think that's great. Just think about it. A hundred years from now, they'll know Tim and Mo. So think of it. That's that's you get, our these, you get a text just like this. This is real. So I mean, there Twice you go. Twice a week, except my husband doesn't vomit. I'm the one who does. <laughs> that was an exceptional weekend, by the way. By the way, this was one of our greatest weekends. Um, <laughs> Either way, so do you want to meet Ken Burns? Yes, I do. After all of that, guys, if you're still here, <laughs> first off, email us at fakebessieswithbessies at gmail.com. And now it's time for me to freaking meet Ken Burns. <laughs> so, hey, Mo, you ever been to Walpole, New Hampshire? 
Indeed, I have not. Uh, I have been to many parts of New Hampshire and Vermont and stuff. I mean, I grew up. I mean, New Hampshire is like the African safari for me. You know what I mean? Like this is untouched ground over there. Like I have never even imagined going to New Hampshire. Okay. Okay. But it's. I think the best way to introduce you guys. I I told you he's like a very sit sit around the table type guy, right? So we should have a very waspy esque sit down dinner. I'll bring the meat board. You know. <laughs> I mean, this town has under four thousand people. We're like gonna up the population when we go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So bring, like bring like I feel like a family affair. Let's bring everyone. Bring everyone. Not just your meat boards. Not just the meat boards. I know boards. they're like a member of your the, family. The, the kids can run around, hopefully get lost. Um, you know Plenty what I mean? of space. Plenty of space. Who else is around? Um, it'll know. be like a bluebell commercial. What? <laughs> the bluebell commercial. You know, like those is old. Well, no, it's just I don't, maybe a southern thing, but it's like you know the old like fuzzy. Fuzzy lens with like the old person scooping vanilla ice cream. I have never ever seen a blue bell, right? Yeah, blue bell. I keep wanting to say blue balls. <laughs> That's fine. It's That's another thing. kind of commercial. The only thing I know about blue bell, it's not their commercials, but is that the ice cream company that keeps getting like they recalls? Recall, it's yeah. Just like, like, I mean, you know. It's like ripping people's stomachs apart. <laughs> I mean, hey, that could be a whole other text but message. That- That's why. <laughs> Domino's bluebells just creating friends over here. You know what I mean? That's fine. Yeah. I'm good with it. No, but I just I feel like it's very Americana. We'll go we're not going in frozen tundra time like the New Hampshire is now at this point. Yeah, you know I I, mean? we're, I won't go. I yeah. We're too late. <laughs> Maybe next October. summer. We're gonna go we're we're gonna plan ahead. Plan ahead. We'll do July. How's that? That'll be a brisk wind. Yeah. I feel like in New It'll Hampshire in July. You know what I mean? Think about the, you know, in the sense that it's like in the 50s. In yeah. July. You have a nice apple pie, vanilla ice cream. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Then we just get go, trash. Go afterwards. have a dinner. Have a dinner? Yeah. Oh, well, look at that. Well, I now you met Ken Burns. Super fun. And that would be like a nice little, I like New Hampshire and Vermont. I've never been. Hey, we'll do the Bluebell one and then maybe take a day trip over to Ben and Jerry's. There you in go. Vermont. There you I go. I used to go there every summer. Buy local. Let's talk, talk waspy. <laughs> Let me talk waspy at you. Waspy like summers in New Hampshire. It's Vermont. It's Vermont. But either way. Take your shit together. Sorry. I'm not waspy enough. But, ben and Jerry's uh, is the best ice cream. It really is. I feel like if anyone listens to this, are we going to get sued? It's, We've I actually done some negative talking, not about people, just about just things about that corporations. Make our but I don't explode. feel I don't feel bad about that because I got to tell you, it's not like listening. It obviously doesn't have an effect. You shitting your brains out. You still are gonna order Domino's at some point. I know you, so it's not gonna change their bottom line. And then Bluebell, I'm still gonna eat it. Even though it makes me have iron shoes. I just eat Ben and Jerry's. So she just eats Ben and Jerry's. I'm eating Blue Bell. We're still going to both eat. Let's go get Domino's right now. And, uh, so. And I think we're, yeah, I think. I, I think, think that wraps it up. Yeah. Hopefully we made sense. Hopefully you're not projectile vomiting everywhere. It makes sense to me. Two things you've learned. Uh, oh, Ken God. Burns we're... is dope. And, so dope. And Domino's makes you shit blood. Uh, we already know that. We, but we'd love to hear from if you, you about your experiences and what makes you shit blood. And also, who your fake besties might be. That too. Who you might text while you're shitting. Yeah. 
in your fake life or your real life. Bring it on. Of your fake besties. You can email us at fakebestieswithbesties at gmail.com. Fakebestieswithbesties at gmail.com. And you can also rate us five stars on iTunes. Yes, do that, please. And just remember, just because we've never met doesn't mean we can't be friends. Hey.